Hey everyone, this is Daisha from Sacred Heart and welcome to WHRT Podcast. Today we got a lot of interviews for you and starting it off, we got Jack Sullivan interviewing his dad, who is a fellow alumni here at SHU. In the Princeton Review, Sacred Heart University is ranked for being one of the fastest growing Catholic colleges in the East Coast. The campus is expanding, the student body is growing, and there are even new majors at school. Looking at it from a student perspective, it is very exciting. Well, for the, except for the fact that some things will be built after we graduate like a brand new gym, which stinks. Then I got to thinking, imagine how some of the alumni feel when they see this brand new looking campus. I interviewed an alumni to see their reaction to this brand new campus. One of the interviews being someone that I know very well as much as I know the school. My dad, Rich Sullivan. My dad was in the class of 1977, and now he works for a construction material sales business. Uh, what was it like going to the university when you were there? Sacred Heart was a 100% commuter school when I was there. Uh, no one lived on campus. There were some rentals nearby, and the cafeteria at that time was the place to socialize. It was the the actual hub of everything that we did. The campus was smaller than many of the high schools that we knew in this state. The gym was literally the true shoebox at the time. It was it was small and although we did love it being that intimate um, during close games, that is what we refer to it as was the shoebox. The labs in the classrooms were not modern, although the library was and Intramurals were probably our key to bonding and entertainment. We had a, a very strong intramural program and people that were not in fraternities or sororities at the time got a chance to compete against the strong fraternities and we absolutely treasured that and loved it and it, and it did supply a lot of our fun. Um, they had a tremendous psychology department at the time and Dr. Mallon was way ahead of his time as far as being a professor and we actually look forward to the group that we had assembled for the the psychology department I would say that was probably one of the things that carried us through the bonding stages in a, in a small commuter school. When was the last time you visited campus? June 2018 for a club lacrosse game. And what did you what did you think of it? It's just amazing. Uh, I look at all the dorms and the, the growth of the school, both sides of the street, the buildings, the expansion, the cleanliness, uh, the size of it was picturing it when I was there and what this used to be and what that used to be and then looking what it is now is it was just awesome. Would you ever think Sacred Heart would ever become one of the fastest growing colleges in the Northeast or even the nation? No way, not, not when I was there. Especially, uh, I always remember in 1977, our basketball team reached a Division II Final Four and it was held up in Springfield, Mass because of that's where the Hall of Fame was. And the head basketball coach was asked during an interview 
how big was SHU? And when he replied, we had 3,000 students, the interviewer said, you mean 30,000 students? And the coach said, no, I mean 3,000 students. And we were that small of a school, but a, a basketball powerhouse that just started getting us on the map at the time. Um, I also think that selling Sacred Heart as part of Fairfield and not the Bridgeport location was just a, a brilliant marketing move and I think it, it helped us big time as far as the growth of it. What do you think was one of the biggest breakthroughs for the growth of Sacred Heart? Dorms, dorms, and more dorms. Played a big part. That and, uh, you know, partnering. They, Sacred Heart was very smart and when it partnered with people like, like Jack Welch and, and Linda McMahon and just the imagination and the fortitude of some of the leaders that Sacred Heart has had, uh, you know, right up to the present, like Dr. Petrillo, he did a, a fabulous job with some of the things that he could he could see coming our way. And it was thinking like that that probably grew the school and to answer the question, prior question, there's no way I thought that they would, they would be this successful at this time. Princeton Review, it's number four um, fastest growing college in the Northeast, and it is ranked uh, nationwide for its programs like nursing, business. Um, where do you even see them improving more? I just, I would not put it past the people at Sacred Heart, the board of directors, to whom I know a few of them now. I would guess that Sacred Heart is probably going to put a monorail in between the existing campus and the West Campus. I I wouldn't doubt that for one second and just allow them to grow even even bigger, quicker. So like Disneyland? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think maybe the golf course and the few houses might be a little problem there, but they might, they'll probably work something over it. Um, That's what monorails are for, is to, go, <laughs> is to go over the traffic and go over houses and if it has to. And... All right, well, thank you very much. And hopefully Sacred Heart can actually build a monorail or maybe just more parking would be great too. Go Pioneers. Go Pioneers is right. I'm Jack Sullivan, and this has been Catching Up with Alumni, Fairfield, Connecticut. What a lovely throwback from Jack and his dad. Next is Joe with his buddy Dominic, and together they tell us the beauty here on campus from a devoted athlete's perspective. Let's face it, some of us are just more gifted than others when it comes to sports. For D1 athletes though, they're the best of the best or the cream of the crop. This ability to elevate their game intrigued me, so I sat down with Dominic Farinola, a player on the men's shoe soccer team, to ask him a few questions. The first question I asked Dom was, why did he pursue a D1 sport? Why didn't he just go through college like the rest of us do? Uh, for me, playing soccer at a college level was always something that I wanted to do ever since I was a young kid. When I first picked up the sport growing up, I always like had an idol. And like that was with the pros, and me and my dad always used to talk about to get pro, you need to play in the college level. So we had a pact ever since I was around 10 years old to play at the college slash D1 level. And when I had the opportunity to play here at Sacred Heart, I jumped on that opportunity, 
and made sure that I fulfilled that dream of mine. Watching their soccer games, I've noticed that there is a lot of diversity on this team. This intrigued me. I really wanted to know what it was like to be in a locker room with guys that aren't from the same country you are or don't speak the same language that you do. Having a diverse group of athletes on a team like this, it's pretty crazy because when it comes to soccer, regardless of where you're from and what do you speak, you all know what you're talking about when you're on the field. And for me growing up, I never was really around a different group of people as far as where they were from. I was always around like American kids. So like I never got to experience what it was like until I came here. And it's pretty cool seeing kids from different backgrounds and countries all trying to come together and experience the same thing, which is winning a game of soccer. Going into each season, a lot of players, they think that this is the season that they're going to win. This is the big one. They're often disappointed with their outcomes. I wanted to know why Dominic thought this year was going to be their year. Whenever you have a failing season, the next season after, you always look to improve off the last one. So for us this year, after the new additions we had, it's just keeping our minds right and going towards the main goal, which is to win the NECs. And uh, I think we could do that this year. So if we just keep our heads right and play together as a unit, we, everything can come together and we can win. Finally, thank you Dominic Farinola and the men's shoe soccer team for sitting down with me and answering a couple questions. I really appreciate it. It was nice having to hear from Dominic and his mind-opening experience as a determined soccer player. Stick around to hear from another member of the WHRT podcast, Dom. Listen up to him and his friends dig up the shoe more favorites here at Sacred Heart. Who knows, maybe you'll enjoy some of them as they do. Welcome to this episode of Shoemore. Today we'll give you the Mount Rushmore's of things at Sacred Heart. If you ever wondered what everyone's favorite things at Shoe are, today is kind of what we're going to give you. Well, today me and my special guest will give you our Mount Rushmore's of things at Sacred Heart. And a big welcome, like I said before, to our guest today, Joe Tosi. Joe, welcome. Thank you. I, I like to add I'm a reoccurring guest, uh, so... Alright, alright. And uh, so before we get into this, I'm going to explain how this whole Mount Rushmore thing works. So we're going to take turns giving our top four favorite things at Sacred Heart. It could be anything at Sacred Heart, but we can't have the same picks in any of our four. So Joe, you'll have the first pick since you're our guest today. And uh, here we go. Alright, so first one off the board with my Mount Rushmore, I'm going to go 63 soft cookies. I want to get that pick out of the way because I didn't want Don stealing it later. I know how much he loves cookies. The best part about the end of a 63's meal, when you're done two, three plates in, depending on how you are, you finish it with soft cookies from 63's. That's it. No other way to go about it. Now, I think it's a good pick, but I don't know. Lately, the people, I don't know, they, just, they won't let you put them in the toaster anymore. It's it's going downhill. But not, not everyone that, knows That's about not my number toaster. one. It's not my number not one Not everyone anymore. knows about the toaster trick, but... All right. All right, it's a good pick. But I, not... I went. To, I went today, and they were they were back. Soft cookies were back in a big way at sixty threes. Last year, they there was a little. There's a lot of things wrong with them. This year, I went there once, finished it with my meal there, and they're back in a big way. All right, all right. Uh, my number one pick is gonna have to be the Lindo's burrito line when they have the special. Mm. I'm a big burrito guy, so Lindo's when they have that for that month or whatever it is. 
I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, see, I can't. I can't talk about that because I, I. I don't like burritos. I'm not. I'm not a spicy. Spicy foods. I stay away from. You know, get a get a lot of people yell at me because I don't like Chipotle stuff like that. So. All right. To uh, be own, I guess. All right. Uh, so, your pick, pick, Joe. My, yeah, my pick. your pick. Uh, I'm gonna go. This is. I'm gonna. Uh, Hand to the audience here. I'm a finance and accounting major here at Sacred Heart University. My second pick, I'm going to go with the finance lab. We got a lot of great facilities there. There's a little ticker tape going up. I'm um, in corporate finance right now. It's pretty cool to have class in, stuff like that. I don't know if you can speak to it, but pretty pretty nice facility we have there. So, so I'll go there for my second pick. All right. Uh, for my second pick, I'm going to have to go with Reds. Uh, big Reds guy. I've been working at Reds for a while now. Uh, love the environment down there. Bold pick, not being 21 years old and picking Reds. Definitely a bold pick, but uh, knowing down, knowing the experience down there, it's pretty cool. I'm starting to know more people. It'll be 21 in a couple months, so uh, it's definitely be a changing when uh, I get to be 21. All right, so my for my third pick, I'm gonna go with the griddle section at Linda's, where you get the uh, the egg sandwiches. That's a that's a meal you can get morning, noon, or night. Matters who's cooking the egg sandwiches though. My boy Ralph. My boy right. Ralph back there. Sometimes Charles, you talk a little football with Charles. All right. Don't talk bad about, you know, the Packers. The Packers oh, right? God. But, you know, uh, Ralph is my go-to guy there. He always hooks it up. Uh, can never go wrong. Those hash browns or something else. So, all right. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick at all. Third pick. Uh, my third pick, I'm going to go back to the food. And uh, I'm, I'm going 63's Mac and Cheese. Great pick. No, it's a great pick. Great station at 63's. Probably the best. Uh cannot go wrong with mac and cheese. I'm a big mac and cheese guy. It's not there often enough, though. No, it's, it's not. It's really, it's you would think it's, you know, the, so obviously popular. the kids, yep, yeah. kids love it. Um, but I mean, like, my favorite thing about it is I get a little barbecue sauce on it. Barbecue sauce on it. Sorry about that. And you get some chicken fingers as well. You know, that's just me. That's how I like to do it. Right. Um, I don't know. I agree. I agree. I don't know. All right. Fourth and final pick for you, Joe? Fourth and final pick. I'm going to go with a sleeper pick. Uh, I think this is overlooked by a lot of people, but we have a very nice quad outside, uh, right outside the chapel. They have that neuter seating. Nice day. Take a book, a couple friends, just hang out, do some work, enjoy the surroundings. Uh, you know, numerous times we played spike ball on the grass there. I'm a big spike ball guy. Huh? Big, big spike ball guy. Um, you know, I, I win all the time at everything, so it's, yeah, it's alpha, good. I guess. No, yeah, well, you know, right. you said it, not me. All right, all right uh, my fourth and final pick, I'm going to have to go with uh, Communications Department, Sacred Heart. Alpha, academic, superior to any other major at Sacred Heart. That's uh, Never had a bad complaint with a professor, never been in a bad environment with anyone in the Communications Department, so I really have no complaints, and they had to be. No, it sounds it sounds like a great great uh you know, I know they have great facilities, I'm sure the professors are nice. But I did say the finance lab was my second pick. I think you're kinda you're a little stealing it there. I'm not gonna you know, know. I'm not gonna say it, but you kinda are pick, I don't know. Uh, you're a little pandering to the audience as well. I mean it's under my understanding a lot of communications professors and possibly students maybe listening to this uh, might affect the voting a little bit. You know, one could say you're trying to ski the vote. Whatever. We'll, we'll let the people decide, you know. It's, right, the people's, we'll it's a people's we'll choice, but it's a little bit of Alright, so that's really it for our Mount Rushmores, but before I let you go, uh Got any fallback picks or any runner-up picks that you have? Yeah, I like to, I like to call these the honorable mentions. Um, my my one thing I, I regret right away is not adding in the waffle station at 63s. Um, okay. We were taught as freshmen, 
by our, our older peers on the wrestling team how crucial the waffle station is. Um, but you don't just you don't just do the regular waffles. You got to get the cookies. And you know I might be dating myself here, but back in better times there were rainbow cookies. Yeah, you used to crush them all, put them in there. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. You good can't days, go wrong man. with that. Good days, but they're always yelling at you now. Like I said before, they're just constantly yelling at you, not telling you to do things. Hey. I don't know. Maybe uh, they don't want you to be. I don't know. Did you? Uh, did you? I, I had a couple sleep picks. Okay. Uh, for my fallback pick, didn't really make my board, but. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the professors at Sacred Heart. I've never really had a complaint about a bad professor here. Like, have you? No. I've, no. I've rarely encountered people that say they have bad professors. I think they're, they're there to help you for the most part. And I don't know if that's the class size. Because we do have smaller class size. Yeah. One of the, you know, you, one could put that as an honorable mention. Class size. You yeah. know, there's, that's true. There's no get a per- personal uh, um, relationship with your professor. And it helps out in the long run for yeah. sure. Uh, you, got, you got another one? Another one. I, I had one that actually was definitely not going on the list, and that would be our parking situation here. At oh, God, don't even get me started. Last year, I probably racked up about close to $300 in parking tickets here. And, you know, I'm a great driver. Pay them yet? Well, uh, well, well, uh, maybe. Uh, allegedly. But it's horrible. It's horrible. We're, grow- we're a growing school, and it just makes it worse. Yeah. I don't understand how they could they could just let everybody... And everybody has a problem with it. To students and faculty alike, yeah. uh, from my understanding. Yeah. So that was something that was definitely not going on my list, and felt as though I should say that. All right. Uh, my last runner up here I'll give. I'm going to say uh, the student body at Sacred Heart. Okay. I feel like there's not many uh, miserable or kind of unhappy people here. I feel no. like... Everywhere you go, yeah. it's a pretty good environment. Um, no one's ever really miserable or... Everyone kind of has a smile yeah. on their face. It's good to be around something like that. Yeah, they were actually one of the... Um, one of the statistics is like happiest students, I think, on one of those oh, I can believe it. polls. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how true it is or yeah. where they get it from, but... I can believe it. Could be, could be a bunch of fake news, but I... I, I mean, hey, it. the kids kids seem happy. Everyone seems happy. So, that, not a bad one. So, uh, as a judge today... Uh, I brought in special guest Darius Souza. Darius, say hi uh, to uh, say hi to the listeners. How's it going, guys? Uh, just want to thank Dom here for having me on. Love to see Joe out here as always. Yeah, of course. Gonna, gonna come up with a verdict here. All right, uh, Darius, it's up to you. Uh, who do you think won the uh, Mount Rushmore's? Yeah, dude. What are your thoughts? You know, uh, after weighing in the options, I really like the egg station pick from Joe. That Oof. that gets me going. It's a good pick. Uh, I said before. He's just gonna tell me I won. Um. You know, can't go wrong with the sausage, egg, and cheese. I uh, can't but go wrong on, with the mac and cheese. On the other hand, you know, Dom had those final three picks from Dom are pretty good. Uh, he's definitely right about the student body and uh, Reds. You know, haven't experienced those it are, yet, but I've heard some good stories. So, <clears throat> think uh, think the verdict's gonna be Dom tonight. All right, uh, I guess. Uh, Sorry what can to you disappoint say? you, Joe. Home field advantage. I guess what you can say, Alpha's uh, Alpha's doing it, winning and everything. Joe, again, thank you for coming on and, and losing, but thanks for coming on. Darius, thanks for the outstanding judge. Of course. So, uh, again, I just want to thank our guests, Joe and Darius, for coming on today. And tune in next week for another episode. I hope you enjoy some of these shoe-more faves and are going to take the time to experience them yourselves. But for now, enjoy our last podcast with Kendall and shoe senior left tackle, Andrew Starr, and get this year's inside scoop on the football team. Football season is here for Sacred Heart students, and everyone is very excited. I talked to senior left tackle Andrew Starr to get some information on him and how he thought the team was going to do.
let's listen. My middle name as well? Uh, just first and last. Andrew Starr, A-N-D-R-E-W-S-T-A-R-R. Okay, and uh, who are you? Like, uh, tell me about yourself. What are you? You're a senior, correct? Yeah, senior, uh, English major, uh, fourth year here at Sacred Heart, and um, it's my third year starting for football, and uh, yeah. Okay, uh, tell us about the football team. What's uh, what's your role on the football team? So I'm a senior offensive lineman, and so we've got a new offensive line, but my role personally is left tackle, so I play left tackle. And um, so just basically protect the quarterback, protect the running back, protect the receivers, just overall like personal bodyguard on the field. Um, leader in the weight room and uh, off the field, just, you know, trying to play that older bro uh, figure, older brother figure. Andrew Starr is very adamant about his no days off attitude. Let's listen to him speak in the huddle. Perfecting your craft. It's just putting in the work, putting in the time and effort because you got what you're assigned. Like, you're going to keep having workouts and stuff. And, like, that's the base of it. Like, if you want to perfect your craft, like you personally, you just need to you need to come in and put in the hours. You need to go on the film. Go on the film room. Go in the weight room. Do as much as possible. Go on the field. After talking to Andrew for a bit about his personal success, I wanted to shift the focus for how he thought the team was going to do. How are you guys doing so far? It's your bye week. This yeah, week, we're right? two and zero. We're two and zero right now. We got a bye week, and then next week we uh, we take on Wagner, our first in conference opponent, kind of early in the year. Okay. Um, but you know, I think that social media aspect is you know a lot of guys have taken to social media and you know hashtag Revenge Tour 2K18 or Revenge Tour 2018. You know because. We lost four games last year that by seven or less points. And a lot of those games that we lost, even that if we lost by more than seven points, were games that we should have won because we had a team collective mindset. We know we wanted to win. Andrew wants to win not only on the field, but off the field as well. I asked him what his plans were for after Sacred Heart. What I'm going to do, so I, have, so I have another year of eligibility. I'll probably go to grad school somewhere else. After graduation, I'll play ball somewhere else. I'm not sure where that is yet. Um, I may not. You know, I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to graduate on time yet. I may be a couple of courses behind, but still walk. But whatever. Um, a lot of up in the air. But uh, after that, I'd like to go to grad school, get my master's in English, go to go to uh, get my doctorates in English, uh, and hopefully become a professor somewhere uh, of my choice, like at a school where I'd want to teach. You know, or where I'd want to. Be a professor at because I, I, I enjoy teaching, you know, I enjoy English, I enjoy, you know, seminar style classes where it involves talking and, you know, getting to pe pick people's brains and so on and so forth. Ask Andrew to give some advice for the next Sacred Heart students that come and let's listen to what he had to say. How people live their lives, but I just say be you, man. Just, uh, just do what you can now while you can. Be mentally tough. Just, uh, just grind through it. I mean, it's 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 college is an awesome experience. You want to be able to live your life, but you know, be young, be youthful, like have an awesome time, and uh, just be you through it. Just have a, just have an awesome time. Take advantage. Don't don't look in the future too much, and don't look in the past. Like live your life now in the moment because that's where you know you're gonna have a much more uh, much more of an appreciation for things that are going on around you. For Shoe Radio, this has been Kendall Clark.
While this has been a blast, this is Daisha from WHRT Podcast signing off. Thanks for listening.